Fellas, I have and I'm sure you have heard women say nothing like a well-groomed man. I have the solution to meet your hair grooming needs. Next Level 2 Barbershop with two locations in the upstate. 1559 Lawrence Road, Greenville, South Carolina and 261 West Butler Road, Malden, South Carolina. With operating hours 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Ladies, I didn't forget about you either. On staff, beautician available at the Malden location, as well as a loctician to meet all your lock and braiding needs. Before you step out, step in to one of the two locations and take your grooming to the next level. Real Fantasy. Real Fantasy Podcast. You can say a little. Or you could say a lot Dreams are what you ask for Real is what you got Take a few shots With a queen on her life A rose in the middle With love on her side It's all A vibe Tonight It's all A vibe Tonight Make sure you tune in tonight Fantasy Podcast. Yo, 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 it's your girl Victoria Rosa, and I got my co host Chantel Wilkins, also known as the Tax Queen. The Tax Queen, and this is Real Fantasy Podcast on I Say Podcast Network. We're talking about your shit, my shit, and our shit. So, we're gonna get straight into this. Y'all know, sir, I'm gonna call her Miss Sir. <laughs> She was uh, let off, you know, she was let off on the 5th, and um, I really didn't know too much about this until we actually, like, researched it. It's the European Organization for Nuclear Research, mm-hmm. and y'all, uh, let me... Conspiracy I'm theory. I'm all about the conspiracy <laughs> shit, y'all. I'm all about the conspiracy shit, and it's basically where they was trying to find exotic, which I don't know what they mean by exotic particles. Exotic Lord. particles in the air. Yeah, they was trying to find exotic park, which is portals. I think my personal opinion. <laughs> um, um, to regenerate, I guess the Earth. Uh, to recreate the Big Bang, for mm-hmm. everything to come back and rejuvenate itself. Uh, me, um, on my sense of it, I think they're trying to get us through another portal. What you think? <laughs> I think they're trying to get us to another party. They're trying to take us out of here. Another one. Another one. Yeah. There was one before? Probably so. Oh, Lord. My spirit is telling me that yeah, these that. portals has been opened up. You don't see all this crazy stuff going on now? Yeah. I mean, I think that the crazy stuff was really going on prior, and we're just really, like, it's really starting to resurface. But since a lot of it is happening here in South Carolina, which where nothing ever happened. Ever, <laughs> ever happened. Like, hold on, what y'all doing now? Hold on. I feel it in the air. I feel it in the air. <laughs> Listen, it's so close to us. And, you know, like, every, I think they're basically trying to rewrite history again to start it over mm-hmm. and, uh, give the next 200 years a different outlook on everything in the take. And again, that's me with my conspiracy theory. Yes, it is. And I feel like these portals actually, for real, opening up 
uh, different dimensions, letting demonic spirits come in. Yeah. And yes, I am a very spiritual person, which you guys probably don't get that because you don't know me, but you know what I'm saying? I'm very spiritual. So like you could just feel the different, yeah. it's like a different kind of energy. It's like a, when you walk in the room, it's like, you can you just could feel the oh, shift. Yeah. yeah, there's been a shift that happened, especially with the whole July 5th. Like you could, yeah, you could definitely feel it. Like July 5th is like when the whole when the shift pretty much happened. Yeah. You can feel like it's and, just like in your in your body. Yeah. And even before that, it was like once you tap into a, the spiritual realm, you see a lot of things different, mm-hmm. and you yeah. analyze a lot of things different. And there's some things you can't even talk about because people look at you like, "What's something wrong with her? Check her in <laughs> right now." Send her on, <laughs> and you look at her like, "Only if you knew, only if you knew." Yeah. And that goes back to I told you, my grandma used to say, "Eat red dirt. Everything <laughs> can heal you from the earth. Everything that can heal yeah. you." My auntie, my mama, uh, my mama, her grand, her grandma, her name was Mapali. And okay. even when, like, when she used to get burns when she was younger, Mapali mm-hmm. would do, like, a thing over her. And it's, I'm not saying it'll heal it, but it'll take away the hurt from it. So things like that is deeply rooted in in, in my DNA from passed on from generations that mm-hmm. has been lost in the wave foul. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I just, y'all be careful, too. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful who you share your energy with. Be careful who you around. Be careful who you allow into your personal space. Hell, be mm-hmm. careful what you be watching on, on TikTok. Baby. Yeah, and what you put into your, what you allow in your mind, because that does, that definitely plays a an effect on, mm-hmm. you know, what you have going on, and also watching, like, what you eat, yeah. because you are what you eat. <laughs> it's <the> just, <laughs> absolutely, even when it comes to cooking, like, you can't eat everybody's food, and I'm not saying oh, yeah. everybody is nasty, but... They could be angry that day and all that mm-hmm. energy. They using their hands and putting their energy in the food. It's, you, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, you don't eat nobody food. And especially when you drink these two. They, they release kind of different spirits and different personalities and allow yeah, different entities yeah, yep. that come in. That's why a lot of people do stuff drunk. Mm-hmm. Crazy stuff that's drunk. But they say a drunk person speaks a sober mind. And it's, it's always a yin and a yang with everything. So it's either the dark side or your light side I guess that's what Ooh, you can say you can speak that so much the last time I was I was really really drunk has been some years Ooh, I hate to say it but I think I was drunk the other day we were shooting oh. a video for <laughs> so my um, my boyfriend you know he does the interviews he got stand on podcast shout out to truth is the real truth yeah so um, he did an interview with someone mm-hmm. and um, it's coming out really soon about mental health Okay. And we just shot a music video um, to go along with that. Mm-hmm. So it, it was so much fun, but I got drunk that day. <laughs> but um, I could say mental health has a lot to do with why people Absolutely. is going crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. these spirits and everything. That's why people going upset, crazy, the liquor, all these different mm-hmm. spirits. I was just saying the other day how when you go to a club, and do you remember, like, back in the day, we used to dance around a campfire, hands up, music. That's a club. You're doing a ritual in a club. You're drinking with these different spirits mm-hmm. you're letting in. You're dancing to music. The music, bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> music has that low vibration with dim lights. You're inside of a building, mm-hmm. compacting all that energy that you have in that building. Mm-hmm. And 
taking in so many different ones. That's a ritual with low vibrations that have people here and going on the verge of, I'm depressed. It's because of these yeah. things. And what you're around. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, had, I actually looked up music that actually raised your vibrations, R&B music. Mm-hmm. And Bruno Mars had more songs than anybody. So make sure y'all oh, wow. go listen to 24 Carat. Go, lift your <laughs> fingers to the moon. Yeah, hell yeah. Now, what y'all, yeah, so y'all got to look at the hurts and what vibrations that send to you and mm-hmm. change, your, change your subconscious. It's hard to do it, but that's what I'm working on now. Changing the way I view things and putting things in my subconscious so it can flare out and erase all the negativity, erase all the bad stuff that you hear on TVs because that's 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 programmed and oh, absolutely. it's stuck there. Once it's in there, it's stuck there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so even with the, um, what is it, the Georgia Godstones? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, Ooh, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard, and again, let me put this on there so everybody. Conspiracy theory. That they were built by, uh, isn't the religion called Luciferian? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Said so they were built by them to create the new world order, and they they were actually, again, this is a conspiracy, but it intrigued me. So they were actually built on demonic timeline. So you want to read the first one? These stones had all of these on there, right? Yeah. So it was basically kind of like. Um their Ten Commandments, pretty much, and how they wanted you know like things the old, to go. Yeah, <laughs> how they wanted things. I thought that the the world should you know abide by, mm-hmm. but it's like maintain humanity under five hundred million, which means that like if there's anybody else, if we have more than five hundred million people, yeah. y'all gonna kill them off. So that's population control, and that goes <laughs> to Bill Gates. Yeah, so well, you yeah. know, and that's been going on a, a while now. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy for the reproductive wisely. So, like, now we have <laughs> the Roe versus Wade. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> it goes into it. Exactly. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these uh, these guidelines from these Godstones have basically, you know, have, you know, come to pass. And now um, we I have seen a video to where it was, like, blown up and they couldn't figure out. How it was blown on because like on video, like at every angle, you never seen a person ever come in contact with the Godstones. Mm -hmm. And um, then it was like a huge flash and it was like blown up. So I think that it was lightning (laughs) (laughs) that blew them up because it was time for them to come down. Like a lot of people have been trying to get them down and get them to take them down and they refuse. So Mm -hmm. now I just believe that, you know. Mother Nature went ahead and done it for you, so you don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> and, and that's crazy because once CERN went off, was it, I don't know how many days, so don't quote me on it, this happened. Yeah. And the Godstones, yeah. well, Georgia Godstones, mm-hmm. it's like, this This is crazy because I literally just learned about this too. It's, it's amazing how I don't know what's going on like yeah. that close to me, an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. two hours away, which is crazy. Yeah. But 
What is it? Protect people in the nation with a fair law justice court. What is that? The yeah, so that's system? yeah, like so. With the police, are you know we're supposed to they're supposed to protect us, but I'm looking at like what protection? Like we had 19 kids that were killed, you know, recently, and the video shows them sitting checking phones and using hand sanitizer and shit for. Before, why kids are being slaughtered in that room? I should not even. I don't understand. Um, I have to watch just, that video. That probably pissed me yes, off. It it really pissed me off. That's why I was like, y'all have all these police officers, and then even when they went, it was like the one gun, the one shooter. Like they ran. Like oh my gosh, they ran in the school, and I'm saying like you have your whole SWAT outfit, but you know, like I don't want to kill the. The whole thing, but like it just bothers my soul. Like because they could have protect, they probably uh, could have saved. There's a lot of things that you know that the law is not doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as like protection and you know protecting us, so like that on the Godstone. Yeah, it need to be blowed down. You know what I'm saying? Like it just was already. It said, "Hold on, number nine, balance personal rights with social duties." What in the hell is it talking about? TikTok? (laughs) What they want (laughs) to? I don't think about. <laughs> I don't think they have that right with social duties. Hold on, but you know so, what? It, what was it put up in 1980? Wasn't it? I'm not for I, sure I believe, on that. Yeah. I think it was put up, and yeah, that's it was, just was it. It was somewhere around there. Again, don't quote me. But have to look that up. Prize, truth, beauty, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, be not a cancer to earth. Leave room for nature. Now I do agree with that. Because yeah. humans are cancerous to earth. That's why yeah. we have a lot of earthquakes and that's why we have a lot of um, volcano eruptions that's been happening lately. It's because we cancer to the earth. We don't protect Mother Mother Nature. I'm guilty of eating animals and we're not supposed to eat animals because if the Bible says, what, quote unquote, we, we're not supposed to eat animals. Yeah, so I have done some reading because... <clears throat> As you get a little older, you right. try to be a little more healthier because yeah. your them body bones, don't want to yeah. act right. Them them bones don't. <laughs> I came in saying something. I'm encountering my hip popping off. Oh, oh, my, my arm is my arm for me. It's like, <laughs> if you stuck like that, I'm like, wait a minute. So, you know, that makes me want to change your, your whole thought. Like, hold up. You know, this ain't never happened to me. Let me, you know, mm-hmm. eat a little healthier. <clears throat> so even like. Um, you know, like with the juicing and eating fruit, because I didn't know that you weren't supposed to like consume meat like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, okay. So I thought that you know we live off the land, and even like I also looked up, um, and I don't know how true this is, but they even said that like you know the seafood is bad for us, like the yeah. the shrimp, the lobster, the crab, Absolutely. like you know because of the salt well, or whatnot is killing us. Well, the lobster, <laughs> you have to think you have to eat a lobster alive because it releases a poison. So if it's not bold to kill the poison before it's released, mm-hmm. then we can't eat it. Then you know we can't eat it if we can't eat it straight out the water. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah. Know. Yeah. Even See? with that. And, and even with the fruit. Fruit is supposed to be eaten right when you get it. Right when it's picked. Yeah. Even with water, it loses it's electron or electricity that's supposed to be sent out to you. Mm-hmm. Is it electricity? Well, we're going to say that. <laughs> it, it loses that. So it loses its nutritious value. It's supposed to give us positive and, and negatives, and it's supposed to release in our body to, you know, react with our body. Mm-hmm. We're basically eating stuff that's GMO, um, yeah, genetically stuff, modified. Yeah. And it's like, how can you even, with all the farms being destroyed, Bill Gates got more farmland than 
anybody in the United States. How are we supposed mm-hmm. to grow our own food and do all of this if we don't even have the actual fruit? Everything yeah. is genetically modified. Yeah, and I did hear about that. It was like a hundred and or was it a hundred ninety four different processor food processors that was like that caught on fire mysteriously. And then the two thousand cows that died mysteriously. <clears throat> yeah, they were saying they that they died from heat because like the cows are basically if they're out in this open field with no shade, no sun, like it was hot. You know, even when they died, like it was it had been hot. You know, those but summer days. Think about it. How in the hell did all of them die at one time? They all had a heat stroke. You can, it's, that's not possible. Something. It is something that done it. And again, let me go back to conspiracy it. It's theory. something that somebody that did that to them cows. It was. It had to be something. I just. I just can't. You can never see a group of people or a group of animals die at one time without yeah. that something was unnatural causing it to die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think mm. that they're just trying, you know, that they're slowly taking our food away. So that's why a lot of people, like even last year, um, you know, have been trying to, you know, start their garden, like start gardening. Yeah. Girl, I ain't never been able to grow a thing. <laughs> but let me tell you, I got an orange tree in the backyard. I got a lemon tree. You got to go out there and talk to Girl, them. Talk to the trees. I have. I got me some strawberries growing. I go out there and I talk to them. I water them. Mm-hmm. And like I was telling my husband was like, who would have known me being a whole 36, having a garden? Like, I couldn't even grow or keep a flower alive for 24 hours, let alone everything else, you know. Like, so as you do get older, things change and you think about things yeah. differently and you're interested in more, and you know, things that you would never think that. I was like, me garden? Psh, yeah, nah. Not you know how <laughs> it, the kids used to be like, oh, I want this fairy tale. Well, I want a husband and I have all this mm-hmm. money. Not me. Because my grandma had a garden. She grew a lot of her food, and we had preservatives. We had, like, a whole back patio with preservatives on it. Oh, wow. I wanted a farm. Yeah, I wanted a farm. I wanted two cows, of course, so they can reproduce. Mm-hmm. I wanted um, horses. I wanted chickens. I wanted to have 14, 15 kids. I wanted to, like, this, is what, I, this is what I wanted. And when I was younger, I was just like, I want a huge family mm-hmm. with a big farm. A whole bunch of land. I never wanted to be a city girl. Mm-hmm. But now we out here, city girl. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be a city girl, but that's what I wanted. I wanted to, and look at me, I ain't grew nothing. I ain't got no trees. I ain't got no tomatoes. Ah, boy, when somebody have a tomato garden, that just lights up my soul. I just I just love it. Give me some of the raw tomatoes and sprinkle a little salt on them. Yeah. But, yeah, once I get, you know, into that's what I want land you have land mm-hmm. if you have land you will always be rich yeah and yep. that's I've what that, people yep. need to understand like mm-hmm. once you get that land you keep your man no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> keep your man <laughs> keep your man so I was telling um our producer right here I got something good for him today. <laughs> so guess what? So in South Carolina, a lot of people have been going around saying, you feel the earthquake? You feel? Did you hear about that? I did. I did. Did you feel the earthquake? Did you? They said the earthquake was like 3.6. What? You know. Y'all, guess what it really was? What? Guess what it really was? It was the white hat operation. The U.S. military destroyed a trial trafficking tunnel in south carolina near columbia and that's crazy we had a whole tunnel trafficking 
children. children. They say that they found clothes in there, toys, Legos, like chains. Yes, chains to the wall, like to the brick wall. Like these babies were in this tunnel and it was led by, they say, Hillary Clinton. And it says, like, what the (laughs) fuck? Are you kidding me? And they said it was used by her last in 2019. Yes. Like, what? Over 25,000 children Mm -hmm. were moved between 2012 and 2019. You have to think about it. 2012, we were still, you know, doing whatever we was doing. (laughs) But you did notice that it, Walmart, they had pictures of just kids, all these these children, six, seven, eight Mm -hmm. uh, paper things with like 12 different kids on there. Here in Greenville. Mm-hmm. And we never even thought to put, you know what I'm saying, like, really this two and two together. But you know what? How the weird we know? thing is that you know, when all this stuff has been happening, I promise you, at every truck I look at sideways, every van that looks, you know, completely tent out for whatever reason, <laughs> I look at you sideways. sideways. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of y'all sitting here driving on the highway, this is the things that are going through my mind. Like, do you got a kid back there? What you got? Let me pop your trunk open because I don't trust none of y'all because you look suspect <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> I tell you an incident with my mom. She said she was riding out Wires Road and she said it was like a U-Haul truck. And it was some Hispanic guys in a U-Haul truck. And she said, when they pulled off, water was leaking out the back of it, of the truck. So she said, I got a little curious. So I started following the truck. She said, and as oh, I'm following Lord. the truck, I called the police. She said, I don't know what's going on in this U-Haul truck, but it's stuff leaking out the truck, and I think they got some kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Samaritan. But I, she said she didn't stay to see what they found or what they have. Of course, you, it would have been on the news if they would have mm-hmm. found something. But my mama was like, mm-mm. We ain't going to let that happen. We is yeah, not going to been too many that kids happen. that just came up, so, you know, missing. And I'm just like, dang, like, mm-hmm. it was like a lot, you know, constantly. And I'm just like, okay, another kid. You just got to hold your kids tight. Like, <laughs> you can't go nowhere. Where are you going? No, not at you all. ain't going. Mm-mm. I have to tell my daughter, like, especially when we go places because she tends to run. And I am one of the mothers that's like, hey, don't unlock the door until I get out the car. Don't get mm-hmm. out on the opposite side of me. You get out on the same side as me. Mm-hmm. You wait till I get out, then you get out. You go in, and when you get in the car, lock the door. That's just how I've been. And when I get in the car, I let them in. We get in. I automatically lock my doors. So if anybody try to come and open it, it's locked. And damn sure, I'm going to hit you. I'm not standing there letting nobody yank on what? my car. I'm going to, yeah. You, you better get rent over. <laughs> rent all the way rent over. over. I'm going to pull this pistol. <laughs> you about to meet her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, like, my struggle is how do you get the kids to, like, understand? Because, you know, like, as we become adults and we have these children or our children, it's like we get very, you know, overprotective. And, like, what? oh, don't do this and, oh, don't do that. But, you know, as the kids, they don't really understand. Like, mommy, you tripping. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, my 12-year-old was straight, mommy, you tripping. What is wrong? It's okay. I don't let them go nowhere. Even the older ones, I'm still like, make sure you call me when you get there. Make sure you text me. You know, just because, like, in the back of my head, I'm just like, no, you might be a victim. You know what I'm saying? They but might. you can't think like that, too. Though. I know. But still, like, you just in the back, like, as a parent with all this stuff going on, you know what I'm saying? Just making sure that you over-prepare your children because you just don't know and these see, days. It, it, you, it's, it's, a, it's a thin line between that. Because if you over like drill this in their head, then they start they get scared to live life. You can't live life in fear, right? But you want to make them aware enough, like 
look, this can happen. This can happen. I'll show you a little clip. You see that? That can happen. But I won't keep saying it where it's going to be like, oh, my God, now I'm scared. I can't do anything. I don't want mm-hmm. them to be those kids, but I want them to be safe. Like, hell, I even thought, like, call me crazy. Putting, like, little, you know, when they get the hair braided, putting a little GPS. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, Lord. That's, that's the extreme that I would like. And I used to say, okay, calm down because you're just overthinking it. Like, I used to think that the world was going to end. Oh, yeah. I'm like, we had to get too. a whole bunch of food, water. Mm-hmm. I wasn't using plastic plates. I wasn't using none of that. Water. I'm like, y'all got to make sure y'all don't recycle. And then I'm like, ugh. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's what the world or like social media or the things that were put into our head made us feel like we have to now prepare. Mm-hmm. Like even with what did we have to stock up on toilet paper for? Was it with COVID? I, yeah, like, I never did that. I don't that. understand. What happened? Why did we have to stock on toilet paper specifically just toilet paper? I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> if I ran out of toilet paper, I'm going to take a shit, take a shower. That's just it. I mean... Call it what you wanted, but I ain't going to be dirty. I don't need that much tissue paper. I'm not going to go out and hurt myself over no tissue paper. Right. I'm going to shower. Shit, shower. That's just, that's, just, that's hey. And that's how know, the cookie crumbles. Right. If you embed fear into people, without fear, without chaos, there's no control. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So that's what it is. And now I just live like. Top of the morning to you now. That it's just you like do. I can't live in fear as much as I did because it limited me to a lot of stuff. And a lot of people don't even know that about me. But I didn't start going, like, really going out. Even when I was young, because I was just nervous. Just like, I, then I started going out and started drinking. And after I got a little drinking, you know, <laughs> I, you know, loosen up. But I was scared of a, a lot of stuff, like, very fearful. Like, after I hit... 19 and i'm gonna tell you this story i ain't gonna tell you i'll tell you this story off off (laughs) camera because that's just too much but i would do crazy shit go to new york and went to new york just absolutely just go to new york go to miami not no care in the world knowing that my life is in danger while i'm doing this (laughs) getting on the back of motorcycles with no care in the world in miami Going like, what if they would have just took me off? Like, snatch you on. And this is after I was like, you know what? I can't live in fear. I just got to be free. And then you got to be free, but safe, right? I know that now. You know, kids, but (laughs) in the same sense, you can't live in fear. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want my kid, you know, my girls to experience life, but I also like with. I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to lie, like in high school, I was a little dingy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, common sense was not so, so, so common for me. So, like, because I was always, like, in the books and always focusing, like, on my next move, you know what I'm saying? So, um, with my girls, especially my older one, she is a little dingy, and it just kind of worries me a little bit. I'm just like, okay, honey, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you what mommy did, and I'm going to tell you what not to do, <laughs> Baby, use your common sense. Yes. My daughter like, huh? like, yeah, huh? She be like, huh? I'm like, you don't get it. My eight year old. She be like, are you not listening? I'm like, calm yes. down, kill him. We got it. <laughs> but yeah, them oldest ones. It's like you baby them so much. Like when I had her, I did everything yeah. by the book. Like I, she would get sick a lot because I kept her so clean. He, the doctor told me. He literally told me, you don't allow her to. Be exposed to germs, so her body's mm-hmm. getting sick and weak to it. So 
Because they don't, it doesn't know. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to wash her, bleach everything down. Don't come in my house, wrap your head up, wash your hands. <laughs> That's <laughs> how everybody I think was with their first kid. Like, everything has to be perfect. But the first baby, let me tell you, they went through the most because mm-hmm. the struggle was beyond real. The first time I was like, I'm supposed to do what again? <laughs> I was like, here, you want to hold the baby? Here. <laughs> Take her. Please do. Yeah. No, my second one. <laughs> got on my hip cooking. If you don't get down, she eating chips off the floor. I got videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the second kid, boy, yeah, you get a little used to it. The first kid, and you just, I know with my fourth kid, like, I was a little older, and I was kind of like, you know, trying to be like the better parent, trying not to make the same mistakes I made with the other kids. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, the grandparents just feeding her french fries, like, at this time, Tempers had, like, no teeth. Like, she was probably maybe two or three weeks old. Mm-hmm. No lie. And she was she got a whole french fry just to gnawing on it. And I said, oh. <laughs> oh, let that baby eat that food. She yes, okay? it's so natural. Like, yep, they need some real food. No. <laughs> if you don't get that out my like, my damn baby hands, we're going to have a problem here. Get it. Lord. We're going to have a serious problem. <laughs> I want you to tell, um. I want to get into, um, tell us about this new this new uh, business venture that you have in regards to um, fixing credit. Oh, business credit. Business, yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to listen. Like, I, I need to know this. So, um, I'm currently working on a program that is going to help small businesses build business credit. Um, and so, basically, it's just education, educating small business owner the importance of business credit and why it's so important uh-huh. um, to be able to grow not only your personal credit, but also to have business credit. Um, so, especially, like, with the whole pandemic that we've been, you know, struggling with, having personal credit is good, but it's nothing like having um, personal credit plus your business credit mm-hmm. and having like an an additional two hundred fifty thousand dollars in capital that you can kind of lean back on. I can get two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and and it's just all about you know monitoring you know your business credit, understanding that they're Equifax, getting your Dun and Bradstreet number, um, you know, applying for your NAV account so that you can monitor your business credit. Um, there's a, another one, a new one that's called credit safe. And then, you know, on our next podcast, I can talk a little bit more about like educating you on where you need to go to set up, you know, your business credit lines to kind of get the ball started. And like a couple of vendors that you need to go ahead and apply for to start building the business credit Mm -hmm. to create that paydex score. Um, but yeah, so the program is going to last about three to six months. Um, so what we'll be working on is solely building the business credit to making sure that, um, you know, you're fundable. So yeah. in the sixth to seventh month, you will be able to get um, funding um, of $100,000 or $250,000 that you will need to be able to continue to, to operate. And then um, within the first 30 to 60 days, I want my goal is to, to get my small businesses funded so that they can use that those funds to continue to fund and to grow their business credit. Because typically when people come to you and they don't have business credit, they're just like, oh, I want to go ahead and expand my business or I need $10,000 for, you know, this furniture or, you know, I need to hire someone. I need help type of things because at the end of the day, you cannot run a business by yourself. Right. Um, and your goal is, is when you are a business owner or for you to run a business is to for you to kind of be able to step away and to be able for your business to continue to run. Mm -hmm. So like for instance, like having those plans in place. So like if you, God, I hope this never happens, but if you know, you were hit by a car the next day, 
is your business going to sustain? Yeah. Is it still going to be able to operate? And those are like the things that you also want to make sure you put into place because our goal, like I said, starting your business is making sure that you're, you're, you're making residual income and so that you can kind of step away and that business continues to make money mm-hmm. without you having to physically be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that I want to get, you know, more into on educating, um, you yeah. know, us so that we know. I can't <laughs> wait because i seen a lot of, uh, first of all, I don't know the lady name. She was uh, just went to jail for $32 million worth of fraud in fixing people credit. Oh, my Lord. So it was like, I don't know exactly what happened with that, but a lot of people say they can do this and end up giving, like we talked about last, last uh, episode, mm-hmm. and end up erasing it but doing it illegally so the different so we're building business credit so it's not like i'm you're it's not like credit repair and typically with any type of credit repair you really just need to pay those in those down <laughs> like honestly i mean like I and, and when it. people come to get you know credit repair they want this nightmare to be repaired overnight and that's just not how it happened like you you wrong wasn't built in a day you didn't mess up your credit in two three days or 30 days you done this years <laughs> over time <laughs> right. and what needs to be done is you need to sit down and analyze okay now i need to put myself on a budget to start paying down all this stuff that is owed you know what i'm saying and if it's in collection, no, don't pay it. Because if you pay the collection, then it's going to start the process all over again. You want to make sure you get in, get in touch with the furnishers to to get it off that way versus the collectors. Okay. And so just understanding like the difference. And then with the business credit, you're building it. So basically, I'm teaching you how or we will be applying for like vendors, like your gas cards, your Amazon Prime business cards, those types of things. And then we're retaining that credit. So you might get approved for a $5,000 credit line on Amazon and then a $10,000 credit line for um, your gas card. And that's $15,000 that you now have in capital that you can utilize to run your business. Yeah. Um. So just, you know, I think that a lot of people with all of the different ads on you know, get your credit cleaned in 30 to 90 days. Yeah. Like, that shit is not real. Like, I mean, let's <laughs> I mean, be honest. It? Like, you just can't, unless you file a police report and and say that, you know, all of your identity was stolen, you can, you know, send in an affidavit and then the credit bureaus will basically wipe everything. Yeah. And that is one way to do it. But that's illegal. Like, yeah. especially if it's not the <laughs> truth. So, like, stop doing the things that you think is going to do a quick and easy fix because that's just not it. Like, it's not going to solve your problem. It's going to come right back. And then you're going to be looking like, I paid all these thousands of dollars to get my credit cleaned up. And now a couple of months later, it's, it's right back. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So really fix the problem and don't just like wash it away or just think oh let me fix this temporarily like we want a permanent fix Mm -hmm. and then when you do this permanent fix continue to keep this permanent fix in place so that you can continue to grow and scale because if not it's going to come back to haunt you because you can't run a business with bad credit like it's just not so how do you separate your business and your personal because a lot of people tell me this oh you can't file taxes your business separate from your personal taxes. And I've heard people say mm-hmm. that you can if you have it, LLCs or a corporation. Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, no, you have to file it together. Mm-hmm. How does that work? So it is different. So if you are a sole proprietor, which means that I went into business and my business is called, I don't know, Chantel's Academy. So, and I service five clients. 
you're a sole provider. Like you don't have a whole versatile of clients. But then if you turn yourself into an LLC, that's filing your, you know, your EIN, the articles of organization, being recognized by the state that you are in, that you're operation. Mm -hmm. And even then you're filing a Schedule C. So that's still going to be attached to your personal business, like your personal tax return. But if you file as a, a S Corp, and you don't want to do this if you're not making any money. Okay. So, like, if you turn your business into an S Corp and your net is zero, you're going to be paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why? Yeah. Your, your, your point is to be able to grow your business so that you can make a profit. Mm-hmm. And if you're paying all of these expenditures, how are you going to grow? So, when you want to turn it, your business into an S Corp is when you're at least netting $35,000 a year. Okay. And then you want to switch it over to an S Corp so that you can be able to, um, you know, save on taxes and not pay uh, double self-employment taxes okay. or whatnot. So <clears throat> you just have to kind of, you know, understand the difference. So with an S Corp, you're going to file a 1120S, which is a, an S Corp, and that's separate from your personal return. Mm-hmm. Um, with a partnership, it's a separate from a personal return. You're going to file your personal return because on a partnership, it's going to go off to a k1 mm-hmm. and then the k1 is what it's kind of like a w2 form that you'll give or it's really like a 1099 form that you'll give to your your agent to prepare and it just has all of the income that you made versus your business income so you're only being taxed so like if your business made a hundred thousand dollars but you only made ten thousand dollars you're only going to be taxed on the ten thousand dollars versus the hundred thousand dollars so what happened with the hundred thousand dollars how did how does that get So it's going to be passed through to you, but um, on your business, so you're going to like write off like all of your expenditures, like you're going to have employees and that's going to bring everything down that you owe. And then if there's anything else that you owe, then that's when your business will be able to pay for the taxes that it owes. And then you pay for the taxes that you owe as an individual. What I pay myself outside of my business. Exactly, yes. Okay, yeah. That makes more sense to me because I was like, you know, with my business, I really didn't make no money last year, which I didn't file taxes with my business. Mm -hmm. You had told me that after I filed my taxes. Mm -hmm. But how does that work when I really didn't have any income coming in from that business? Do I file two years next year? No. So, like, if you don't have any, I mean, unless you had expenses that you want to write off. Yeah. So, like, if you had expenses, if there is no income and there is, you know, expenses that you had to pay, those are things, those are reasons why you want to file a return. Mm. So, you'll be able to get a refund um, back. But if you made no income and, you know, paid nothing and your business just wasn't operational, there's no reason to file. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because there was just nothing. Yeah. Um, and then you'll just kind of pick up from there. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. I learn something new every day. Get get my money right. Yes. <laughs> I, I need my coins right. <laughs> yes, yes. In business, you definitely want it to work for you and not ha- and you not have to work, you know, for the business mm-hmm. 24-7. Because my goal is not to work forever. And then, like, even being an entrepreneur, I do find myself sometimes working longer than my employees or anyone that I'm working with. Because yeah, you have to make sure shit is straight. Yes. And, and that's why I was like, dang, I wanted to, you know, quit my nine to five. So I wouldn't have to be here and listen to everybody else and tell them and for them to tell me what to do. And I'm here instead of eight hours. Now I'm here at 12, 12. 13 hours. <laughs> like, dang. you know. So. And they say that's the balance to it, though. I mean, when you have your own business, it's your baby. So you want to make sure everything is Correct. You have to go and double check behind people, mm-hmm. which cause longer hours. But in the long run, them longer hours, you get to retire early. Yeah, you get to retire early. But the 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 fix to this is 
when we're becoming business owner, we don't trust anybody else with our business. Mm -hmm. And that's an issue for us business owners because we can't grow and scale that way. So really you have to actually look at it like when you bring someone else into your business, you're replacing you. Mm -hmm. So you want to show them everything that you need to to show like that that would make your business operational. So like if you have to go on an emergency trip for about seven days, you know that your manager can run the office. You know what I'm saying? And that's the things that we have to think about. Like, because right now it's all about competition or I don't want to work with this person because they do the same thing. Well, what if we work together? Because even like in my industry with the tax industry, there is so many different things that our firm can do. And we're not great at all of them. But if I have like a person, you know, a colleague that is better at real estate and doing real estate taxes, why not refer them to to, you know what I'm saying, to my colleague so that she can make the coins, you know what I'm saying, and you just pay me a referral fee. We all eat, you know what I'm saying, instead of us, you know, oh, I can't do this or I'm going to try to figure it out and it'd be wrong, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, like, we don't have to know everything. We can have, you know, a group of people that we work with to be able to kind of help us be able to, you know, continue to grow our Mm -hmm. businesses. And I think that's super, super important. I think that's a lot of things that we as business owners don't look at. Yeah. These days. <laughs> but it's hard too. like when you have something and it's your baby, you consider your business your child, just mm-hmm. like your your child. It's hard to give that up to somebody. And it's like, you, should, could I trust them with something that's this valuable to no, me? No, you can't. You can't <laughs> trust them. Like you, you can't. And, and but you have to give it a try. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you know, Put like a, a plan in place, like your standard operation procedures. Those are called your SLPs. So like if someone, because if you continue to like, going back to what you were saying, like about the kids, you don't want them to live in fear. Yeah. How can you operate a business in fear? If you're always scared of who's going to take advantage of you or who's going right. to, you know, Touché. do something to your business to destroy it. Like what's yours is yours. Mm-hmm. And you know that this business is you know this business inside and out. So if you're training this person, you wouldn't be able you wouldn't allow them to get butt so far on destroying something. Yeah. Because the first couple of weeks you're gonna be they're gonna be shadowing you. They're gonna be asking those questions and you're gonna know, okay, I'm good with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we don't need to continue because the vibe that what I'm feeling, it, you're you're not hungry Energy. enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know. So because this is your baby, that intuition you're also going to get that with your business, and you just know because I'm going to tell you, I've been through a lot of employees, yeah, a lot of them, and I thought that a lot of them were going to like be my ride or die. Like I know that you got this, you're intelligent, like you're hungry when you got it in, but when the business continues to go, you know, and struggles come upon, they get scared. You know what I'm saying? And you can't be like that in a business. Yeah. You know, right. so when you're hiring that person, you are hiring you. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're looking for, you know, in your business. And, you know, the, and then the loyalty part is also super hard. You know what I'm saying? Finding that loyal person to be in your business because they might steal your ideas and go off and run their own business. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, if this is what I am good at and I call myself the tax queen, I know that whatever I got going for me is for me. Yeah. And no matter how hard you try to take that away, you will never be as good as I am because I am what is for me is for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So absolutely. Um. Yeah. That's 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 it. Yeah. It's to me too. I think if if my business was to get big, 
It will get big. It will get big. When it get big, you know, <laughs> mine's going to be ran like a corporation. Absolutely. In and out, I will fire your ass quick as I can hire you. So, yeah, I get it. Because, you know, all these companies hiring people, mm-hmm. looking at their resumes. So, they doing good. So, the small business can kind of follow suit to it. Mm-hmm. The good thing is you got to set your own rules in place, mm-hmm. you know, and people are coming to you to ask for advice. I mean, it does make you feel good, but it can also be overwhelming <laughs> with to, all of this. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pleaser, and that's, um, I think it was the first episode that we had where we were talking about how how to balance good customer service but also not allow somebody to run over Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. And see me, when I started out doing hair, I would tell a customer, like, you know, Anything wrong, let me know, call me, and I'll fix it. It had got to the point where people will leave out. I love my hair and call me a whole week later. I'm like, this and this and that, this and this and that. And they come back and get a whole free hairstyle because I'm like oh, no. a perfectionist. I'm like, okay, I got to make sure they're pleased. But you were just using me. You were using yeah. me to get a free hairstyle without paying anything because you know what type of person I am. Mm-hmm. And those are the things so. that, you know, us as business owners – um, you know, I think that we have to make sure that we pay attention to and not be so naive to. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get your feet wet into this entrepreneurship, I think you really start understanding because in the beginning I was that way too. I wanted to help everybody yeah. and they didn't even have to pay me. The older people, like, I could tell you so many returns I done and they were like, oh, I'm going to pay you as soon as I get paid. You didn't get it. Girl, you I still ain't got money that. Top, still like, that's why I said, you know, like, I understand. And, yes, I do do some of the, you know, the tax returns without a fee because I know that they just can't pay. And that, and if they don't pay, they're going to be an even bigger violation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand those type of clients. But the clients, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, want you to do all this extra stuff or because they're going to go file on TurboTax and they're messing up everything. And then they come to you with an attitude. I'm just like. You want me to do what again? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll call you in a few days. Fix <laughs> your mistake. You got to give me a second. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead and run me that deposit. I'll quit deposit real quick. Yes. Get your <laughs> money up front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to leave out on that note. If you don't have it, make sure you get it. Get your <laughs> money up front. And again, it's your girl, Victoria Rosa, with my girl, Chantel Wilkins, on Real Fantasy Podcast, what I say, Podcast Network. Network. Make sure y'all go look up the gym complex if you need some podcasts, music, beats, videos. We got you here. The gym complex. Google it. And we out of this bitch. Real fantasy. You can say a little, or you can say a lot. Dreams are what you ask for, real is what you got. Take a few shots with a queen on her life, a rose in the middle with love on her side. It's all a vibe tonight. It's all a vibe tonight. Real, sure real fantasy podcast.